0: Well, as you guys know, on Monday, three children and three adults were shot and killed after a 28-year-old shooter, a transgender female who wished to be known as a man, carried two semi-automatic rifles into a private Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee and opened fire. The suspect was reportedly a former student who died after being shot by police who responded to the scene at the Covenant School. This is a small Christian school which serves about 200 students from preschool through sixth grade. The victims were identified as age 9, 60, and 61. Officials say police received an initial call about the active shooter about 10.13 in the morning central time, but the suspect reportedly entered the school by firing through the glass doors of a first floor side entrance before moving to the second floor where two police officers from a five-member team opened fire and killed the suspect at approximately 10.27 a.m. The school did not have a public safety officer on site. As you guys can imagine, this has opened up the discussion again uh, about guns and safety in our country, but it's also put a spotlight on the transgender movement. And today I'm going to focus more on the connection between the transgender movement and the demon world, which I think you can make a very strong correlation to as we continue to pray for the families of those who lost loved ones in Nashville. Well, thank you guys for joining me today. Uh, this is a somber time in our country. It's certainly uh, for the families who lost loved ones to this tragic and senseless act of violence that was really committed uh, against Christians. I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I can't think of another way to say it. But uh, rather than focus on the shooting today, I want to focus on the connection between what we see happening in the transgender movement and what the Bible says is demonic activity. I get a lot of questions here at the show about transgenderism, a lot of questions about homosexuality. We talk about issues in the culture and have for many years. But I want to take you back to the Word of God because what's happening in the culture right now, specifically as it relates to the so called trans movement, is absolutely demonic in nature. It's demonic, and we have to be honest about what we're talking about. And so, in order to do that, you kind of have to understand who Satan is and who demons are. And then I'm going to make a connection, which I hope you will uh, take to heart between demonic activity and demonic possession and the transgender movement because the the uh, the evidence is everywhere. This is absolutely a spiritual battle. The Bible teaches us in Ephesians 6, verse 12, that we're not fighting a flesh and blood adversary. Paul said, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authority, against cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil. In heavenly places and that's exactly what this is. This is a demonic attack. It's an attack against god himself It's an attack against the creator and so let's talk about satan for just a minute because i'm gonna I kind of want to walk you through and I hope you guys will bear with me because I uh, Was sleeping under an air conditioning vent the other night and i'm trying not to lose my voice Um, and Actually, i'm trying not to lose my voice and you guys can be praying for me because i'm on my way As you guys are watching this i'm on an airplane headed to uh, Hebron, Kentucky. I'm gonna be speaking for the Answers for Women Conference for the next several days at uh, Answers in Genesis. They are doing tremendous work there to advance the gospel. And I know that that event is sold out. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of you there. Uh, but that's where I'm headed right now. Anyone who is on the front lines of the spiritual battle right now is feeling it very, very keenly. Uh, the battle is intensifying. Things are ramping up in the spiritual world. The enemy knows that his time is short. And so what's he gonna do? He's going to do everything he can to thwart the plans and purposes of God. And we're seeing that uh, in incredible, with incredible power right now. Tonight, I'm going to be joining my friend Jack Hibbs and several other uh, faith leaders across the country in leading our nation in a national time of prayer and mourning and repentance. You know, we, we talk all the time about how we want revival But you guys, revival is not going to come to this nation apart from repentance. We are a nation whose soul, the very soul of our country is sick and we need Jesus. We need Christ. And so I will be doing that at seven o'clock tonight, Pacific time. I hope you guys will check that out. I'll link back to it on my social media, or you can just follow my friend, Pastor Jack Hibbs of Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, and I'll be joining them tonight for that event. All right, so let's talk about this for a minute because we we wanna go back to who Satan is. You gotta understand who the devil is. The Bible says that he is the father of lies. Satan became the ruler of this world and the prince, the Bible says, of the power of the air. In John 12, 31 and 2 Corinthians 4, 4, and also in the book of Ephesians chapter two, we read that Satan has been given authority in the world. In Revelation 12, 10, the Bible says he's an accuser. He's a tempter. Many of you guys have heard me say, That when you're walking with the Lord, oftentimes, and I don't believe, and we'll talk about this in a moment, but I don't believe that the enemy, that devil, or any of his demons could ever possess a child of God, a a person who's truly been born again. But you can absolutely be oppressed, and so that's what I'm telling uh, young young people now: is that the the way that you tell the difference between the voice of the enemy when you sin and the voice of the uh, of the of the Holy Spirit is the voice of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, will always lift you up. He'll convict you of sin, yes but he's not gonna push you down. The voice of the adversary will always condemn. The Bible says that he is the accuser of your soul. He tempts you. In Genesis chapter three, the Bible calls him a deceiver. In 2 Corinthians chapter four, verse four, he is listed as a deceiver. His very name means adversary or one who opposes. Another one of his titles, and the one probably that you guys are the most familiar with is the devil. Well, what does devil mean? It means slanderer. And as you're gonna hear today, I believe, and I've been saying this for a long time, but this has kind of put new a new urgency to the message. The transgender movement is evil on its face. This is a wicked movement that seeks to uh, come against the creator God. This is a spiritual battle. We keep saying, you know, these are cultural battles. No, this is much more than a cultural battle. The uh, the war for the identity of God's children and God is the father of of creation, right? He made us male and female in his image. And as you'll see in a moment, When we go against the creation, which is what the transgender movement seeks to do, it seeks to say that male and female can be a race, that it doesn't exist. But we know it exists because God made it so. And science backs it up, right? And so what we're up against right now is a terrible spiritual attack against the creator. And this is Satan at the forefront of this, right? Because even though he was cast out of heaven, he still seeks to elevate his throne above the throne of God. And he will come against and counterfeit everything that God does. Why? Because he wants to gain the worship of the world and he wants to encourage opposition to God's kingdom. There is no better place to see this in the culture right now than in the so-called transgender movement, which is a counterfeit of what God made. So God said, I made you male and female. The opposite of that, you guys remember Satan in the Garden of Eden to Eve, you know, you will not surely die. Remember he said that. Did God really say? This is the adversary who has been lying since the dawn of time. He's the ultimate source behind every false cult and every world religion. And Satan will do anything and everything in his power to oppose God and those who follow him. The Bible teaches us, though, in Revelation 20, verse 10, that his destiny is already sealed. He will be spending eternity in the lake of fire. And as the time of of the second coming of Christ draws near, I think we're going to see more and more demonic power, uh, unleashed on the earth. I I, it's almost like if you can imagine Satan being drugged into the lake of fire, right? Screeching and clawing at everything he can, trying to pull everything that he can with him as he's going this direction. Well, that's exactly what the Bible says is happening. And I believe that the transgender movement is a demonic manifestation of part of the spiritual battle that we are in. And so, uh, who who are demons? Well, you can't understand who demons are unless you understand first who Satan is. Remember that Satan was once an angel himself. He was in heaven. And because he was a heavenly being, we know that Satan, as well as all of his uh, angel followers, were created good. But by their own free will, they chose to reject God and become evil. This is exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden when Satan uh, when Satan came in the form of a serpent and tempted and ultimately Eve fell for that deception. And then you had the fall of man. Now, theologians have argued for years as to whether or not uh, Satan rebelled against God because of his own pride, because uh, he wanted to be like God. We know he wanted to be like God, but we do know that a war erupted in heaven and which the archangel Michael and his angels fought against Satan and his angels. If you guys wanna read this account, Uh, Go to Revelation chapter 12, starting in verse 7. Satan and the other fallen angels ultimately defeated. And as punishment for their rebellion, in Luke uh, chapter 10, verse 18, we read that they were cast out of heaven. When this happened, Satan became known as the prince of demons. Let's look at the account in Matthew chapter 12, verse 24. Then a demon-possessed man who was blind and could not speak was brought to Jesus. He healed the man so he could both speak and see. The crowd was amazed and asked, could it be that Jesus is the son of David, the Messiah? But when the Pharisees heard about the miracle, they said, no wonder he can cast out demons. He gets his power from Satan, the prince of demons. Now, some of the demons are already locked up in the darkness, according to Jude chapter one, verse six, bound in everlasting chains for their sin. But others are free to roam the earth and are referred to as the powers of this dark world. I just read that verse for you a moment ago in Ephesians chapter six, verse 12, spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Uh, They are free to roam the earth. The demons still follow Satan as their leader and they do battle with the angels, with God's angels in an attempt to thwart God's plan and hinder God's people. Let's look for just a second at Daniel chapter 10, verse 13. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days, but Michael, one of the chief princes came to help me. I was left there with the kings of Persia. Uh, It's an amazing, when you start studying uh, how demons interact in the world and what they do to thwart the plan and purposes of God, it becomes very obvious that demons, though they are spiritual beings, they have the ability to take possession of a physical body. Demonic possession occurs when a person's body is completely controlled by a demon. Now, this can't happen, as I told you guys a minute ago to a child who knows the Lord. If you've been born again, this can't happen to you. Why not? Because the Holy Spirit resides in the life of a believer. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, it says, Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he, speaking of, of God, the Holy Spirit who is in you, is greater than he who is in the world. So if you're a believer, you don't have to worry about demonic possession. But I believe that we are seeing a demonic possession of unparalleled proportions in the united states right now and around the world through the transgender movement this normalization of what we know to be wrong and i said uh, last week we're living in a romans chapter one moment in our country so let's look at romans chapter one for just a second romans chapter one starting in verse 18 but god shows his anger from heaven against all sinful wicked people who suppress the truth by their wickedness this is serious business you guys god is going to judge this uh, what this, this wickedness, especially because it's being perpetrated, I think, against children. Verse 19, they know the truth about God because he's made it obvious to them through his creation. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature, so they have no excuse for not knowing God. Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks and they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused, claiming to be wise. Instead, they became utter fools. And instead of worshiping the glorious ever-living God, they worshiped idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. Verse 24, so God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie, and they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator God himself, who is worthy of praise. Verse 26, this is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other, and men, instead of having normal relations with women, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men, and as a result of their sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty that they deserved. The Bible teaches us that God will come to judge sin. Demons, remember, and this is what I told you, we're living in a Romans one moment, I think in the world right now, where God has given us over to our sin, over to depraved minds. But I want to remind you that when Satan fell, because I'm gonna go back to Satan for just a minute, this is such a big topic, we'll probably just continue it tomorrow. But when Satan fell, he took a third of the angels with him, according to Revelation 12, verse four. Jude six also mentions angels who sinned. So biblically. Demons are then fallen angels who, along with Satan, chose to rebel against God. This is where it gets very, very interesting when we're talking about the transgender movement. Demons refer to themselves in the Bible in plural, non-binary form. How many of you guys have seen the transgender movement push to uh, get rid of the English language? But the, we, you know, we don't normally refer to each other as they. Or them, And yet you see all these crazy activists on TikTok and on social media insisting that you call them by a gender that does not match their biological sex, or you call them in the plural. Now, I think this is so fascinating because the Bible says that this is exactly how the demons refer to themselves. Let's look at Mark chapter five, starting in verse one. They came to the other side of the sea, and when Jesus stepped out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit. He lived among the tombs, and no one could bind him any more, not even with a chain, for he had often been bound with shackles and chains. But he wrenched the chains apart and broke the shackles in pieces. No one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day, among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. And when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran down and fell before him. And crying out with a loud voice, he said, what have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. For he was saying to him, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. When Jesus asked him, what is your name? Now he's talking directly to the, to, the, to the demon. The demon replied, my name is Legion, for we are many. And he begged him earnestly not to send them out of the country. Now a great herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. And they begged him saying, send us to the pigs. Let us enter them. And so he gave them permission, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the pigs, and the herd, numbering about 2,000, rushed down a steep bank into the sea and drowned in the ocean. As I, as I've, and there are are other passages, and I'll link back to them in the show notes today, but what I want you to hear is that the connection between the demon world and the trans world is obvious at this point. It's based in a lie. We know that uh, men cannot become women and women cannot become men, you do not alter the chromosomes that you were born with. I've said many times here at the show, I cannot wait for the day when these wicked, evil doctors who are performing these these gender-bending surgeries, these life-altering surgeries on children, are jailed and put in prison for crimes against these children. God loves children. He said, it's better for us to have a millstone hung around our neck and be thrown into the sea than to lead even one of these little ones astray. And yet that's what's happening all around the world right now. And it's particularly raging and fierce here in the United States. This is based in a lie. And when something is based in a lie, you can be guaranteed that the father of lies, the enemy of your soul, is behind it. The second thing we know about the transgender movement, which connects it to the demonic, is that it's targeting children. This is happening in our public schools, absolutely happening in our, in our college campuses. And the third thing that I, I think we can say with 100% certainty that helps us connect the trans movement, to the demonic, is it is an attack against creator God. This is 100% spiritual. Remember, Ephesians 6, 12, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. And keep in mind, you guys, that demons and fallen angels are enemies of God, but the Bible says they are defeated enemies. According to Colossians verse uh, chapter t- uh, 2 verse 15 Christ has disarmed the powers and authorities and made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them by the cross. As we submit to God and resist the devil the Bible says we have nothing to fear. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world, but it's so important for us to acknowledge and be honest that what we are facing and this is why the church must take a stand against what's happening in the culture right now as it uh, it relates to, rather, the transgender movement. This is a wicked, evil ideology that is absolutely stoked by the demons of hell and the fires of Satan himself. And I want to encourage you, look into the history, look into John Money, look into Alfred Kinsey, look into the Kinsey Institute, what's happening to our students right now and what the government and Joe Biden and all the wicked, evil people that are in leadership in our country right now are pushing on this country is demonic in nature. It's clear as day now, and the church must take a stand against it. That's all I've got time for today. I hope you guys will come out and see me this weekend. I will be in Williamstown, Kentucky at the Ark Encounter for the Answers for Women Conference. This is gonna be an incredible weekend. We're gonna be speaking the truth and bringing it to you live from the Ark Encounter. I will be doing some live videos from there. Follow me on social media to find that. Also, my brand new study for April is gonna release in just a couple days. I want you guys to get ahead of that, not behind it. Uh, that study is called Supernatural. Having a creator changes everything and it launches in just a few days at MomStrong International. I'm gonna come back tomorrow with an announcement about Mom Strong International. You're not gonna to wanna to miss it. So I'll see you right back here tomorrow. Keep praying for our kids today, you guys, and for the families of those who lost loved ones in Nashville. This is a time of mourning for our country and a time for us to be on our knees before the Lord. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. I'll see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith.